what's the upcoming holiday? Easter. Easter. Okay, so when you hear the word Easter, okay, in this holiday, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Um, honestly, I'm taught about this, so like uh, how God came out of his tomb and like resurrected and all that kind of thing, you know what I mean? Do you know why we call Easter Easter? No, I'm not sure now. How we just kind of just do things and really don't understand why. You know, when you think about uh, like Thanksgiving, we have an idea of why we had, because they teach us about that. They don't really teach us about Easter, do they? No, they don't. Not really. I mean, if you go to if you go to church, you'll get the uh, the whole lesson. But like, if you don't if you don't go to church, you're not really getting taught. No. Are you a spiritual person? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I'd say myself. Yeah, I'm a spiritual person. You know. What I mean? Okay, so you believe in God, heaven, hell, that kind of thing? Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. Somewhat. Okay. So if hell were real, if hell were real, Mason, how would you avoid it? Be a morally good person. You know what I mean? There's certain rules that Christians put along, you know, if you don't, you know, uh, let's see this. If you do certain things, like, say you murder somebody, but you, like, you're murdering somebody to protect your house, or you're murdering somebody to protect your country. And, the, and God's rule, it's like a huge thing. If you kill somebody, you're going to hell, you know what I mean? You know, but I think if you did it for a good cause, it's, it all depends on your, your, your morale, you know what I mean? Like, you can do things bad, but if it was for a good, like, reason then you're still going to heaven. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe that if someone kills somebody because they really had to, should go and burn in hell forever. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, okay. Um, so self-defense, defending your family. Yeah, I think the Bible justifies that, quite honestly. Yeah, yeah. But if you just go into somebody's house and shoot them in the head, that's another thing, right? Isn't it? Really incorrect, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's there's a motive in there that, that deals with that. So if, so you say to avoid hell, you would have to be morally good, okay? Um, and is that pretty much the same answer to how do you get to heaven, or how would you get to heaven? Be morally, you know, correct. You know, don't do anything that's like, you don't, don't, like you said, don't go to someone's house and shoot them in the head. <laughs> sure, sure. So um, do you know who Cameron Boyce is? No. Okay, did you grow up watching Jesse? Jesse, you know, uh, the Disney show? Yeah, I did, yeah. Well, he was the one of the kids in that show, and and he died at at twenty years old. Curly hair, you know, darker skin. That was him. Yes, yes. So, how old are you? My eighteen. You're eighteen. Okay, okay. So, that just shows us that we're not necessarily guaranteed to see eighty years old, are we? You're not. No. 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 I can die right now. You know what I mean? So, if heaven is real. And you said to get there, you'd have to be a morally good person, okay? Um, do you think you would get there if you were to die today or at a young age? Yeah, I think so. So you consider yourself to be a morally good person or you consider yourself to be a good person? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I can tell you right now that I've, I've stole. Um, I've cheated before. Uh, I haven't cheated on like a woman, but I've cheated like to see a freaking test. I mean, I've... Um, oh, crap. Good fell. Um... I mean, I've, like, stole things from people. Um, I've done morally incorrect things, but, like, forgiveness. Uh, I've asked for forgiveness and things. You know, I've done, you know, more good than bad is what I, what I should say. You know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. So if I stole your car and your mom's car and your dad's car and your grandma's car and your boss's car and, and, and I stand before a judge and I say, Judge... I admit to stealing those cars. 
And I know that I'm looking at about a 15 to 20 year prison sentence for Grand Theft Auto. But I'm going to ask you for forgiveness. Do you think that would work in court? No. Isn't that interesting way to think about it? Yeah, I mean, there is a huge difference, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, hearing, um, uh, you know, people and, like, law is a lot different from than, like, eternity and, like, heaven and hell and you know, excuse me. Um, but, you know, like, if you go and steal something, you still should be able to like, be punished because you still have to be taught a lesson. You know what I'm saying? You still have to be taught a lesson. Well, I'm glad you went right into some of the next questions I was going to ask you because most people say, you yeah, know, I'm a good person, I'm a good person. But you went into, hey, but I've lied. I mean, I've stolen and I've cheated on tests. You know, so have I, my man, you know, you know, getting through high school. I, I, I did some of that. So, um, so have you lied before? I've lied, yes. Okay, what do they call people who lie? Liars. Liars, okay. So do you think you're still a morally good person, lying, stealing, that kind of thing? You know, um, I've never really, like, did so much of it that it made me, a, like, a, a, a unmorally unjust person. So I, th- I believe still that I'm still a good moral person. Okay. okay. Have you ever, this is what got me, nailed me to the wall, okay? Jesus said, you've heard of old, you should not commit adultery. You know, get married, cheat on your spouse. It's one of the laws. He said, but if you look upon a woman to lust after her, you've committed adultery already with her in your heart. Now, I've done that. Have you ever looked at a woman with lust? For sure. Have you ever used God's name in vain? Yes. You know what that is? Mm, Yikes, I forgot the name of it. (laughs) It's called blasphemy. Yeah, you're using the name of the God that gave you life and using it as a four-letter filth word to express disgust. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's not giving him honor, is it? It's dishonoring. You know what I mean? So if if you were to die today um, and God were to judge you based on his standard of laws, which you kind of mentioned some yourself, you'd be a thief, right? A liar, an adulterer, based on what we've talked about, right? And listen, I'm right there too, buddy, because I've done it myself. So I want to let you off the hook. I'm not pointing a finger at you. I'm, um, and you stand before him, would you be innocent or guilty? What do you think? Uh, it all depends on his eyes, you know what I'm saying? Like, if he really sees what I've done, and I, good versus bad, I mean, myself, I can I can tell you all day that I, I'm going to go to, you know, I'm, I'm going to get the good end of it, but that's all up to him. Why? Why is it all up to him? No, no, no. Why would you get the good end of it? Why? I, I think because I have committed enough good to make up for it, and I, I've, I've asked for forgiveness enough, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, okay. Well, interesting. So this all boil this conversation all boils down to what you were talking about, God coming out of the grave. Um, do you know what that is about? Do you know what that specifically means about this time of year? Obviously, it's the season that we're in. But what happened when you mentioned that? Like you said, hey, isn't it when God came out of the grave? You know, what did that signify? Do you have any idea? Like what did the uh, coming out of the tomb signify? Yeah, the whole purpose. Why was he in the tomb? So basically, I. I can't really remember. It's been a long time. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I do remember kind of that he, like, was imprisoned for um, basically God sent him there, right? I'm pretty sure God's didn't. Maybe. I don't forgot. Okay. Well, here, let me help you, okay? Because you have some knowledge, but I don't think it's all the way there. Now, what I want to do, Mason, right? Mason? Yeah. What I want to do is connect the dots because this is huge. Changed my life, all right? You and I broke God's law. The Ten Commandments. You should not lie. You should not steal. You should not commit adultery. 
right? And what we that what that means when we break the law, it literally means to sin. Do you drive? Yes. Okay, so if you get a speeding ticket, why do you get a ticket? Uh, broke the law. Right, you sinned against the traffic law. I mean, the 65 miles an hour, you're doing 85, here's a ticket. You have to pay a fine. So when we break God's law, there's a fine. Okay, when we lie, when we steal, when we look with lust, you know, uh, pornography, all that stuff, God doesn't just judge our what we do. He even looks at our thought life, which is crazy. You know, how do you know what I'm thinking? Because he, he created you. <laughs> you know, he knows what you're thinking. Yeah. So he can see the the intentions of our hearts, which is crazy. So that's the problem because you're guilty, so am I. And that sentence, the, the ticket, if you will, for breaking that law, the Bible says that every liar will have their part in the lake of fire. Now, if that's true, I'm in trouble. <laughs> and no thief or adulterer will inherit the kingdom of heaven. Okay, and I could point you to those places in the scriptures, you know. So if that's true, we're in trouble, right? But God is also rich in mercy, okay? He has to be good and hold you accountable. And the reason he has to hold you accountable is because he can't let criminals go free. Does this make sense? So if I say, try that in court, I steal a bunch of cars and the judge just lets me go. He's not a good judge. He's not doing his job. Imagine if somebody did something terrible to a family member of yours raped him, left him for dead, and the guy stands before that judge and says, Judge, I think you're a good judge, and you'll forgive me and let me go. Now, if this was your family member and the judge let the guy go just because he said that, you'd have a problem with that, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, I'd be pissed. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because he's not doing his job. He's not being good. If he was good, he's going to execute justice, make sure that his crimes are paid for, right, that the sentence is executed. And because God is good... He's got to execute justice on those who break his laws. That means he's got to execute justice on you and me. But he doesn't want to. So what did he do? How did he make provision? Do you have any idea? So got Jesus to die on the cross and uh, forgive us of our sins. This is how you are forgiven. Not because he just lets you go because he's good. He can't do that. That's what God did for you and I, through Christ, we broke the law and there's hell to pay. But he doesn't want you to go to prison, but he has to hold you accountable. So how does he do that? He sent Christ. And the way that we can be forgiven and walk out of that courtroom is by believing and trusting that my only way out of here is through the fact that he paid for that for me. And that God raised him from the dead on the third day, which is why we celebrate Easter. <laughs> Does that make sense? Does that make sense? So that's, that's what Easter is all about. That God demonstrated his love for you, Mason. That while you're a sinner, while we've broken God's laws, Jesus paid the fine so that we can be free and not go to hell, <laughs> but be with him forever. So you're not good enough to get out of it by yourself. doesn't matter how many good things you've done. You're still a criminal. You know what I'm saying? Like, meaning, if I gave $5 million to the poor, and yet I shot somebody 10 years ago, and they just caught me now, it doesn't matter what I did. They're going to hold me accountable for, for me shooting somebody 10 years ago. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to pay for that, right? 
no matter how much good I did afterwards. <laughs> so there's two things you have to do to, to go to heaven. It's not being good, like we just established, because you're just like me. You're just, I'm not good. You know, I'm desperate for help. I'm desperate for a savior. It's to put your trust in what Christ did for you on the cross, and that God raised him from the dead, and then live your life to honor him. Meaning, I'm not going to lie anymore. I'm going to try. I'm going to do everything in my power to honor, not steal anymore, not indulge in pornography, because I want to, I don't want to lust, and I don't want to, I don't want to do the things that nailed Christ to the cross. Does that make sense? Well, I appreciate you talking to me. Did, does it, did it make sense what I was sharing with you and what this is all about? For sure. It's, you know, it's about like forgiveness. It's about, you know, paying your fine, you know, all of that thing. And I, I, I totally got what you're trying to put, like get across. That's what it's about, man. That's what this season's about. It's not about uh, an egg-laying bunny. <laughs> you know, it's about the resurrection, that he overcame death through the cross. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, for sure. Awesome, buddy. Well, I appreciate you talking to me, man. The whole ministry is, is based on seek to save the lost. Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. And why would he let you into heaven? And that's the million dollar question. Why would he let me into heaven? I don't think the Bible is real in a different sense than Shakespeare is real. I'm guilty. Heaven or hell? Uh, heaven. Why is that? Because I'm a sinner saved by grace. Uh, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior.